This is the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media, and this is December 18th. Well, welcome to another Bruins Beat here on CLNS Media. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy, and I'll tell you what, I, I noticed that the uh, the good old Charlie Moore Outdoors Christmas Marathon is coming up, so <laughs> I always like to watch that as I frantically try to wrap presents and uh, and get ready to scurry on out to the, the holiday family gatherings, but uh, it's, it's definitely a fun show to watch, and so I figured, hey, why not bring on the man himself here on the Bruins Beat to talk about that and uh, a multitude of shows he does, and also get his take on this year's edition of the Bruins Beat, uh, the Bruins uh, team, so joining me right now is Charlie Moore. Charlie, how you doing? Good, how you doing? What's, up? What's happening, Mark? Everything going good? Everything's great, my man. Happy holidays. Uh, how's the holiday season treating you so far? Happy holidays to you as well. It's uh, it's crazy, like everybody else, you know, running around for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, do you guys stay local or you go somewhere? Yeah, we kind of stay local. You know, we go you know, do the in-law thing and the brother-in-law thing and then kind of just hang low on, on, on here on, thing, on Christmas Day. So and it, it's just pretty chill. Nice, nice, man. I bet you get some uh, some tasty ma- meals, as always, considering uh, the food expertise you have, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a hack cook, but I definitely am good at it. We, we definitely, I, I'm Greek, so we do, a, you know, the lamb and the lamb roast and, you know, some spanagopita and salad baklava, stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's uh, of course, the traditional roast beef. So it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So it's always a good time sitting around having some wine, just, telling the same stories you told 12 months ago, but somehow they seem to be funnier. <laughs> now, of course, everyone knows about your show, Charlie Moore Outdoors, because we were just talking off air. Uh, I was unaware of all the other shows you're involved with right now during the hockey season. Uh, why don't you tell our uh, our listeners about that? Well, yeah, I've been on national TV for like 15 years. I mean, I was on ESPN uh, for uh, 11 years with the so-called Beat Charlie Moore, and then uh, – NBC and I picked up a show nationally, and uh, it's called No Offense, so Charlie Moore, No Offense. And uh, so that airs all over the world now in syndication. Um, it's on, uh, I did an exclusive deal with Amazon Prime, so all the shows are on Amazon Prime and original. And um, back in New England, we, you know, Charlie Moore Outdoors, 20, 22, 23 years, um, you know, hosting Bruins Academy, and then... Um, you know, I'm doing, uh, I'm the EP and uh, creator of Behind the Bee with Dennis Leary. And then we have about, you know, four other shows, uh, you know, BU All Access, Celebrity Spotlight. We, I'm the host of the uh, the Arena Football Team in Worcester. We do the show for the Arena Football Team, and I'm the voice of that of that show. So it, it's it's pretty, it's been pretty busy, to say the least. You know, yeah, you're not busy at all, huh? Hey, so do you, uh, <laughs> you have kids as well? Yeah, I got three kids. They're all a little bit older, and um, they're all doing their thing. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Nice man, nice. Now, so you you do the behind the bee in the Bruins Academy, so that means you get some some really cool access. Uh, that thankfully, we're, because of those shows, uh, the viewers are now able to see. But just talk about sort of having that access and maybe getting a different perspective uh, than you normally see of these players and what goes on and how much goes into each game and or practice. Uh, try and paint that picture for us. Yeah, I mean, all of it, a lot of it, a lot of it's, you know, case sensitive, but it really is just a look to 
see what goes on with the, with the players and, and what they do to get preps for the games and, you know, getting in the locker room after the game with the coach, Cassidy, and just, you know, being able to see some of the things they said is, is unique in itself. Um, but, you know, really is a great brand awareness for the Boston Bruins. Uh, it really is a great, you know, uh, for the fans of one of the original six teams. Um, and it really is, it really is all access. And we, we, we have guys that follow them around 24 seven. We try not to be intrusive and kind of get the fly on the wall approach, but there's a lot of cool stuff. Every episode is very difficult to edit with your team and your crew because you're always wondering what needs to get cut. And, and what needs to stay, uh, we try to show as little of the game as possible. People have already seen that. And we try to show as much of them talking and stuff that the viewer at home has not seen. So, you know, really, really unique show and really a lot of fun to do. And it's a lifelong dream to be, you know, involved with, um, on some capacity with uh, the Boston Bruins, obviously growing up being a huge uh, black and gold fan. Well, you know, what I found interesting, I think it, it... – it was the first season when you guys did that. It was right uh, – it was after Sagan was traded, right? Right. Yeah, and I, I just remember that, you know, that, that episode where you got to go behind the scenes and see the management staff uh, discuss that and whether to do it or not and kind of, you know, come to the conclusion that it, it, at the time it was the right move for the organization. And the fact that a team – you know, was allowing that to go public and allowing it. Like, that told me, hey, you know what? That production crew must be pretty psyched because, I mean, that means the team is really on board with this and they're not going to just, you know, give you the usual fluff stuff and generic stuff that they want to get out there. They're giving you real stuff there. And that, right then and there, is like, you know, this is going to be a good show and it's not just going to be your typical quote-unquote behind the scenes, which really doesn't take you behind the scenes. Did you get that feeling at that moment then, or did you kind of know beforehand that the Bruins were going to let you be uh, real, so to speak, with this? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have done it if we didn't uh, have that. I mean, I'm, I'm friends with Cam Neely, and, and I'm friends with the owners, the Charlie Jacobs, Jeremy Jacobs. We They called me in for a meeting to discuss this new show idea, and um, – you know, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good content, but there's a lot of I want to say fluff, but you know, feel good content. But it's still it's still it's still when you're seeing the players off the ice, and that's really where fans don't get to see a lot of whether they're playing hacky sack in the hallway before the game or they're on the bench talking a bunch of crap. I mean, it's just um, it's just things like that. They've toned back a little bit on the locker room. I mean, on the uh, you know, scouting report stuff, only because they don't want, you know, to deter any players from not coming here and end up on the show. So there's a little – we've learned a little bit about how to be a little sensitive towards the scouting reports because that stuff is very sensitive. Could come back and invite you in the rear end, you know, a year from now or two years we're trying to get a player. But really the whole thing is about just seeing these guys travel to China, you know, travel to their native uh, Czech Republic, uh, you know, traveling with Chara to play – over in his native country in, in, in a summertime league. I mean, it's just, you know, we've traveled all over the world with the team. Uh, it, 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 it really is pretty amazing, some of that footage. Yeah, and I think, you know, the other thing, too, you bring, you bring up about the, just them talking within the game or within the draft. I mean, it kind of shows you the chemistry of the team, too, and that's something, you know, the, the, the viewers, you know, and even the media. I mean, I'm there a lot, the practices and games, so obviously I, I've got a good sense of where that's at usually. But still, 
I, I don't get to see that closed-door chemistry there. And I think that's a pretty cool element to see, Charlie. I don't know about you, but it, it kind of tells you a lot about where the team's at. And, and for you guys to have access to that and be able to give the viewer that, uh, I, I think it, it helps you and obviously your show. But I think it helps the team a lot too because the the viewer and the fan sees them more as humans and understands the the peaks and valleys and the you know the emotion swings that can go on uh, within a season. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's exactly what we're doing, and that's exactly what the Bruins are doing with the show as well. I mean, it's a great brand awareness. It's a great uh, product-building um, situation. No different than, you know, 24-7 on HBO or, you know, the hard knocks. I mean, it, you know, it promotes the, the brand and, and the league and what, have, and what have you. So, I mean, look, I mean, a lot of people watch the show, and a lot of people have watched, um, you know, uh, a lot of episodes, and it's just, because they're Bruins fans and they want to know more about their team, that that's really what it boils down to. And in hockey, you know, you can have as many expansion teams as you want. At the end of the day, it's really going to always be about the original six. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I you, think. Yeah, I'm with you too. I'm with you. I mean, I, oh, they keep getting. You know, put a team back in Quebec for crying out loud. Enough is enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> I miss the Nordiques. Yeah, I miss the old Adams division. But uh, you know. You look right now, like we're talking about, you getting to see that access. So what's your take on this squad so far, this Bruins team? I mean, clearly uh, they've been ravaged by injuries, and that obviously has an effect. But what's been your take on how they've handled that this far and where you see them going uh, as we go into the new year here? Well, I mean, this is really when, for, for my personal opinion, and this is just me talking off the off off of my off of that, my personal opinion. I just think this is where the coaching really steps up, and I think this is where the coaching really, really makes a difference. I mean, when you have some of the top players in the league, and and and, and you know, you know, you have a great coach, then the players are really just running it, and and, and they're going hard at it, and, and 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 that's great. But when you get some, when you get two lines that are basically two starting lines that are basically out and about and they're done and then you have to put these guys up from Providence and you know grab a few people off from waivers like we did with Smith and so 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 you say to yourself okay but but really coach Cass has done an unbelievable job in his staff I mean I think they've really just they've won games and they've continued to to, to win games and uh, um, with a team that has basically de- is down two lines. So I think when you're up against the wall, I, I do, that I think that the coaching staff really and it steps up and, and has made this team believe that they can win. Uh, and I think that they're doing that. I think when we start getting Chiara back and, you know, Bergeron back and, and, and Jake DeBrus to me is a, is an absolute huge loss right now. I mean, that kid, I've always loved that kid. I've always thought he was just going to be a great player. And um, he's out. So you look at certain players that are out and that are coming back, um, it's just amazing that I feel that we're doing very well given the fact that I, I think that comes down to the coaching staff. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, right now I would have Cassidy. I know that they're clinging on to a playoff spot as they, you know, as we record this, they're up in Montreal getting ready to play the Habs, um, you know, and they're, they're clinging on to a playoff spot right behind the Habs there. Uh but still, I'd have him top three in coaching right now for the Jack Adams. He just to have his team where they are and to do what they've been doing, like you said, without those. And let's not forget they had no Charlie McAvoy for twenty games either. You know? Yeah, I know. The impact yeah. he had when he came back. I mean, he's definitely clearly the uh, the, the future of that defense. So um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they do when they get back, when they all get healthy, and hopefully that's before the Winter Classic. Now, 
Are you headed out to the Winter Classic? Yeah, so I'm not. I'm going to be heading to Florida because I'm filming my other shows down there. Um, and there's a little bit of a break where the NHL is filming the majority of all of that. Um, so we get a little bit of a hiatus break with Behind the Bee and Ruins Academy, which, I'm, you know, it's well needed. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it for them. I think that, you know, getting some key players back and getting into the groove uh, with the team and gelling back with some of the Miller coming back and some of these players that – you know, Miller comes back for what one game and he gets hurt again. So it's like, um, I think we just got the little, you know, the injury bug. But I think if we can get beyond that and and and, and get healthy before the Winter Classic, I think that's going to be really a positive thing for the Boston Bruins. Now you've gotten to see a lot of these current players, obviously uh, with behind the B and Bruins Academy. But uh, one thing you get to do as the Mad Fisherman uh, is also talk to a lot of former Bruins players. Uh, that you'll have and you'll take them fishing. It's just, it's hilarious stuff. But I got to ask you, I mean, is there, it, you know, and obviously they're all great, but are, are there some that stand out to you more than most on some of these interviews that you've done over the over the last uh, odd years here? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're all good. I mean, current players, I mean, Tukarask was just a, a hilarious because he was he was literally the, 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 the parochial fish out of water, per, per, you know, he was like literally kind of clueless um, as far as the fishing goes. And then the, we went to a couple food scenes and he felt at home there. But it was just unique to talk to him about playing goalie. The goalies are always, as you know, Murph, a special brand, a special breed, if you will. And and so talking to him about that was always was fun. I mean, I've had Bergeron on twice. When he first came into the league, he wanted to go on the show. And that was, you know, Maybe back in I think I think uh, I want to say 2000 and oh man not, maybe even well I'm the I'm drawing a blank 2002 2001 right in there something like that yeah I think maybe even before that <laughs> was 0304 right before the yeah line. right there yeah so he comes in and his first his first appearance on TV is my show and then we had him on last year as well and he's always uh. Uh, his English has gotten much better. We 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 flashed back to some of the original show. He was uh, mostly speaking uh, uh, French or whatever Canadian, and it was hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, as far as as far as past players, they're all good, and as far as current, they're all good. But truthfully, and I hate to be like you know politically correct about it, but you know, Bobby Orr is just an unbelievable friend. But he's an unbelievable fisherman. Like he literally is a great. You know, he's a great fisherman. Bobby Orr, behind the net to Sanderson, Orr! Bobby Orr! Orr from the Boston Bruins! And he just loves, you know, to go golfing, and we go to dinner, and we have a glass of wine, and he wants to fish, and he's good at it, and how do I get to... So, you know, Bobby is, um, you know, Bobby Orr is just amazing to, to hang around with and fish with, I, I have to say. Plus, he's into it big time, so he's not, like, bothered by anything other than you know, I want to get more fish. I want, I'm loving my time on the water. Um, every time with Bob, he always says to me, he always says, when are we doing this again? And he's trying to, like, lock me into a schedule. I'm like, I don't know, Bob. I don't know. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it's nothing like fishing, as I like to call him, God. You know, so it's not like fishing with yeah. God. Uh, that's going to be pretty yeah. Have you ever had uh, Don Cherry on? I've never had John Cherry on, no. I mean, we've had a, Yeah, I think his personality and his wit and his uh, humor would be hysterical, I think. Um, but we, 
a lot of guys have, uh, we have scheduling conflicts and we've tried and, you know, we're all friends through the circles that we all hang and run with and everybody has a mutual respect for everybody, which is nice because you earn it. You don't get to buy it. You earn it. And so, you know, there's, there's guys like that and a few other ones that I haven't had on just yet, but that, that'll happen, I hope. I, now, my, the question would be, I mean, does he wear the suit, you know, wear one of those suits while he's out in the water with it? That, that would I be, think he has to. He has to, right? <laughs> yeah. I think he has to. Yeah, absolutely. Like a, a absolutely. Today, like a, a one-piece Don Cherry bathing suit or something. That that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, I think he has to. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, uh, Charlie, I know you got plenty going on, so we'll let you go, but I appreciate you taking the time. Always a pleasure. We'll have to have you on the Bruins beat again, all right? Yeah, listen, thank you very much. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. And um, I pre- appreciate your passion, love, and loyalty uh, for the Boston Bruins. So you and I, we get along just fine. For sure, my man. You have a good one. Merry Christmas. And uh, that is Charlie Moore, the mad fisherman, joining me here on the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media. We're going to have an episode right before Christmas next week, so don't forget to look for it as we'll tweet it out there over at, at Bruins CLNS. Until then, have a great week. Thank you.